Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with your host, Gina Keeping. And if you missed yesterday's episode, you would have missed that we are doing a free training here on the podcast for you this week. So you're not getting just one episode, you're actually getting four. And today is the start of a three-day series all about mindset. And if you haven't already downloaded the homework book or if you're not on the email list, make sure you grab that. There's a link in the show notes that you can put your name in and you'll get a workbook to accompany you on all the things that I'm going to be teaching you here today. Information is only one piece of it. Without implementation, it's just knowledge. And you don't want to just learn these things. You want to apply them. And at the end, I'm going to give you some homework as well. And it's just an experience as if you were working with me. So you're getting the homework, you're getting the knowledge, and you're going to get the implementation. Also, if you're on the mailing list, not only will you receive your dandy workbook, but you'll have the opportunity to win some prizes as well. There is a $100 visa up for grabs and a one-on-one coaching session with me um, to, you know, you can win some prizes, which is pretty fun. So not only are you learning, but you have a chance to win something. And I don't know about you, but I love winning things. So the only thing that you have to do to qualify to win is to, number one, share this podcast episode with a friend. Even better, get a friend to join this training with you and tag me in anything that you share on social media. Every time you share something, it automatically puts you in for an entry. And the more entries, the better. So I would love and super appreciate if you shared this with somebody who could use this. Um, And yeah, share the love. So let's dive right in. So we are, we have lots to cover today, but not too much that it's going to be overwhelming. Um, And if you're just tuning in, you have no idea what this training is about. This training is particularly for entrepreneurs and you're going to learn how to leverage your mindset with your business and your life. But like I always say, this information is interchangeable and the tools and strategies that I am teaching you can apply to life as well. So when I say the businessy words like entrepreneur and all those things, pretend I'm speaking directly to you about your situation and just change it. Cool. All right, let's dive in. Okay, so here's what I've noticed. When people come to me for help with their businesses, they lead with the problem they think they have. It's usually a strategic problem. Their funnel isn't working. They don't know the next step in their business. They don't know where to start if they have a brand new idea. Maybe they have a course idea, they don't know where to go. And while all these things are super, super important, and the strategy really differs from from each person that I work with, there's one common denominator for all the women that I work with, and that is mindset. It plays a huge factor. Like, I mean, the determining factor. And I, I look back and I see how many talented, like wildly talented women who never put themselves out there and never grow their businesses because of some really deeply seated beliefs that are just really not true. And the problem is if you don't have somebody helping you navigate that and questioning that, all these beliefs feel so true and so heavy. And if it's left to our brains, we'll find the evidence to support that belief even if it's not true. We're gonna talk more on that later, but I wanted to preface the lesson with that little, I guess, nugget. So when we start talking about this, you'll understand why this was the first lesson 
and why it's so important in the business world. Full disclaimer though, (laughs) this stuff is the unsexy work. (laughs) It's the work that is easiest to skip, but it's a thing that will keep rearing its ugly head if left untouched. So saying all that, it brings me to our very first lesson. And this lesson is all about scarcity mindset versus abundant or abundance mindset. And you might have heard these words like buzzing around because they have quickly become the new buzzwords with good reason. They pack a punch and, you know, they are definitely the determining factors um, in business growth and personal growth. But maybe you've been hearing these words and you've been guessing um, and putting your own thought of what it could mean and be like, you know, okay, what the heck is a scarcity mindset? And this is seriously one of the biggest blocks I see. And it surfaces differently for different people, but in a whole, it paralyzes so many amazing people. So to put it simply, scarcity is all about avoiding risk. And then the flip side of that, abundance, is about finding opportunities. Your focus may be around the lack of things that you have in your life and your business. So it's really just taking a look at where you are in this so we can move forward. Now, if you're on my mailing list, you would notice that once again, you have your dandy workbook. I break this section down in there. So as I'm going through this work, feel free to have your book out with you. At the end, I'm going to go through it all, um, but I'm just going to go through the teaching piece first. But as you're going through, there's also a note section there so you can keep everything together. So if you want to jot down some notes, feel free. Um, Okay, so the first section that you're going to notice in your workbook is that we're going to take a look at where you score. Um, But let me just break that down a little bit deeper, because if you're like me, anytime I make reference to a handbook, you're all automatic looking there. But come back to me, come back to me. Let me teach you first before you go there. So there are some things that indicate that you might have a scarcity mindset. Um, And I just want you to, as I say some of these things, I just want you to, without judgment, just acknowledge maybe if you've said some of these things before, if you believe some of these things and maybe you didn't say it out loud, just check in with yourself and see where you sit. But a lot of times scarcity mindset indicates that number one, you're comparing yourself to other people. Whether you're a businesswoman or a business person, I should say, or even in just your everyday life, you're looking at other people who might have what you have or might have what you want um, and you are comparing yourself to them. Maybe you look at them as they're up on a pedestal and you're like, I can never, ever, ever reach that. Maybe you're looking at them and say, oh, they have it easier than me. It's easy for them because of X, Y, and Z. A lot of people who live in a scarcity mindset believe that they can't have what other people have, right? And they say things like, I can't afford it. Um, There's no way I can make that happen. Um, This can't work for me. There's no way, Gina, this can work for me. Like it might've worked for so many other people. There's no way I can do this thing. Maybe it's like, I cannot charge what I want for my services. Or there's no way I can put myself out there. What will people think? Um, How will I be judged? And just this fear of putting yourself out there and the judgment that comes with it. Maybe you constantly say, I don't have the money for this. I don't have the money for this. And then go and spend money on something frivolous, right? Or maybe if you're getting ready to charge for your services and you're like, who am I to charge this? Who am I to put this price tag on a service? 
And then am I worth this? Am I enough to even consider these things? Maybe you go in the spiral of nobody would pay this. Um, Or maybe you even you're stuck in this mindset of, you know what? This is just who I am. I can't do this. I can never change. I am who I am. Maybe you self-sabotage. Maybe none of these things resonate. Maybe you're putting yourself out there. Maybe you're going for it. You put the things out. You're doing the thing. And then you self-sabotage. Then you tell yourself there's no way that I'm going to be able to, to make this as my living. Maybe then you just say all these beliefs about yourself that force you to go backwards rather than forward. And maybe you have, and I'm a little bit reluctant to use this word because um, I I have different beliefs around it, but it's commonly known as like the victim mentality. I want to put a little bit of a different spin on it. Um, but because I mean, victims, there, there's a lot of validity around victimship, I guess. I don't know if that's a word or around things that have caused deep rooted trauma. So I'm a little bit reluctant to use that word because we are the product of our environment. And some of these beliefs are the result of deeply seated and deeply rooted trauma. So I don't want to negate the fact that you may have been through some challenging things. But what I mean behind this is that you are letting these things control your life and thinking that this is your reality and that there's no way to move through it. So if I use that word um, throughout this workshop, that's what I mean. It's not that I'm devaluing what has happened to you or the thoughts that you have because they're not your fault. Um, And I want to be very careful when I say these things, because sometimes these beliefs, these blocks that we have about ourselves, we feel guilt around them. And it's really hard to talk about them because if somebody is saying to you, oh, you're you're talking like you're a victim. But if you have legit scars and you have legit trauma, like that's not going to help you move forward. So that's what I mean by that. Um, And another way that might indicate that you have a scarcity mindset is that The focus that you have is around lack of what you don't have, right? You're focusing on everything that you don't have and you have a fixed mindset. So you're not looking for the solutions. You're just like, this is just who I am. This is how it is. I'm never going to get to where I want to go. And in the homework, I give you some um, different language to help you identify with where you sit. And you'll notice when we get there, it's not about judgment. It's only about awareness. So as you go through this list and you take a look at it and you're identifying where you sit, this is a beautiful thing because we cannot move forward if we don't know where we're starting from. And if you're trying to implement strategies that are not really applicable to where you are, then it's not going to work for you. So understanding your blocks and understanding where you are, this is a beautiful thing. And I think we should normalize our blocks normalize working through our beliefs because this is how we get to the other side. We can't just snap our fingers and automatically be this abundant person where we're like, oh yeah, everything is just great. We have to work through and we have to deal with the beliefs that we've been given and passed down and then solidified through our own repetition. And we're going to talk about this, um, I believe in day two, but I just want to preface that, that all the thoughts and beliefs that you have These are not your fault. These are just conditioning that was passed on to you. And we're going to really dig a little bit deeper. But you need to be able to identify that, oh, shit. Yeah, you know what? Some of these are really keeping me in a scarcity mindset. If I keep saying when things are going to be perfect, then I'll start investing in myself. 
That's in a scarcity mindset. If you're thinking, I can't do this, that's a scarcity mindset. And we want to make this shift from there to an abundance so you can start seeing the changes. So now we have a glimpse of what that looks like. Let's get clear about what an abundant mindset looks like. What does it mean to be abundant? And I, I would like to also say if scarcity and abundant, if those words don't resonate with you, just pause this for a second and say, okay, what words can I use instead that I can get on board with? Some people feel like it's a lot of woo-woo around abundant and that kind of stuff. So if that's you, that's cool. Push pause and say, okay, what can I say instead so that I can still get the lesson here instead of just saying, nope, this is not going to work for me. That's a scarcity mindset. Um, Anywho, so what does an abundant mindset look like? So it's always looking for ways to grow. You're always looking at um, where you can learn a lesson. You're believing that there's plenty to go around. Um, Maybe you look at experiences as a way to grow, even if they don't work out as planned. You're resourceful. You find a way. You don't say things like, I just can't make that work. You understand the power of knowledge and all the things that you have at your fingertips that you can be resourceful, right? It's not that you don't have time. You're like, okay, I had the same 24 hours as everybody else. How can I maximize my time? Where can I find my time? I don't have this money right now. Okay, how can I make it that I do have this money? What can I cut? What can I get rid of to replace um, what, you know, where I want to invest? So it's getting resourceful. And being intentional about finding a way to make it work. If you really want something, finding a way to make that work for you. It also means like having this growth mindset where you're not fixed in your ways. That when you are doing this work and you're like, okay, I'm really resistant to even acknowledging that I believe some of these things. That might be a little gentle hint that, okay, maybe you're not really willing to look at your patterns and your beliefs and to even acknowledge that growing is a beautiful thing. I think we've been taught to not talk about these things. So your conditioning could be like, oh, don't talk about that. No, everything's fine. But you want to really step into it's okay to grow. It's safe to grow. It's safe for me to look at these blocks. It's safe for me to look at these beliefs. Um, and then abundance can also look like practicing gratitude, being grateful for what you have in front of you. A lot of people find it hard to be grateful if they're in a scarcity mindset because they're like, everything's shitty, everything's bad. So it's making that shift where it's like, okay, no, I do have some pretty amazing things in front of me. Once you train your brain to look for those, you're able to see bigger things. And then that's the ripple effect that goes with it. Another idea of what abundance might look like is that you view other people's success as evidence of what is possible. So in the scarcity piece, I talked about comparing yourself to others and getting, you know, sometimes you get resentful and sometimes you're like, oh, I got to unfollow that person because, oh, they're a trigger for you. But how about changing your look around that? And instead of having evidence of what you don't have, flip it so that it's showing you evidence of what's possible. It's all these little tiny shifts that we can make to really push us into this abundant mindset. And then another way that you can see abundance is actually looking for possibilities instead of roadblocks. If one thing goes wrong and you're like, oh, see, I told you this wouldn't work and you just quit, that's a scarcity mindset. But if something comes up and you're like, okay, this happened, what lesson can I learn from it? How can I maneuver around it? I hate to use the word, but pivot. How can I pivot? Um, And how can I make this actually work instead of giving up on my goal, right? 
One of the biggest things for abundance that I've adopted early on from Tony Robbins is really stepping into this idea that life is happening for me, not to me. A scarcity mindset, everything's, it's happening to me. Oh my goodness, I can't, ha- I can't believe this is happening to me. Oh my goodness, another thing's happening to me. And then another indication is happiness versus resentment. I talked about resentment a little while ago, but when you're comparing yourself, but making that flip of the switch and saying, no, I want to turn this into happiness. And then also, you know, having a proactive approach rather than reactive. Now, I know that was a mouthful, but I wanted to give everybody who's listening a different glimpse of what that could look like for them. Does this mean that you have to go and do all of these things? The answer is a big fat no, okay? You do not need to go and do all of these things. At the end, I'm gonna give you some very tangible individual action steps that are for you, but I think it's really important to talk about the different aspects so that you can see that some of these might apply to you and some of these might not. So just to give you an idea that there are different examples of what abundant means, you do not need to check all of those boxes in order for you to have an abundant mindset. That was just for pure knowledge so you can see the difference between scarcity and abundant. So I hope by now you have an idea of what those two looks like. And the thing now is like, how do we make this switch? Because a lot of times you get knowledge and you're like, great, okay, I understand the difference. But then what? What are your action steps? What are you going to start doing to switch or to gradually move from a scarcity mindset to an abundant mindset? And I want you to understand that small steps here is key. It's not these big, hairy, scary, huge goals that you're going to go and change everything in your life. That's not where progress comes from. I want you to take a look at some small steps and I'm going to guide you through this in a second. But as you are listening to me and going through this, think of small little shifts that you can make instead of changing everything and thinking this has to be like an overnight success. Not the case. Okay, so how do we make the switch? How do we start gradually stepping into this abundant mindset? Maybe you have... Um, already started this journey. Maybe you've been on this for a while and you're ready to up it. Wherever you are, these 10 little tips are going to help you transition into that. Okay. So as you're going through these, you'll notice that your homework does fall in suit with what I'm talking about here. But at the end, I'm going to go through all of that to guide you a little further. But these are 10 things that you can do to help make a switch. As you're going through, just check in with yourself and see which ones feel good and which ones don't feel good. Now, I will also say that just because it feels good, that doesn't mean that you're going to leave today and go ahead and do it. I just want you to lean in to see what could potentially work for you. So number one, one of the switches you can make is focusing on what you want instead of what you don't want. Our brains, God love them, (laughs) but they really like to finish our thought patterns. So to keep us safe, our brains always feel like it needs to finish a story. Unfortunately, it's usually a story that's going to keep us safe due to the nature of our brains. I'm not going to get into the science behind that. So focusing on what you want really brings about a different energy and how you show up. If you're constantly focusing on what you don't want, you're also going to be finding more of that in your environment. But if you're focusing on what you do want, you're going to be focusing and finding more evidence to support that. 
plus how you approach things with your clients and your family. It's just going to be a different energy. So one thing, focus on what you want. The second thing is change your language. What kind of language are you using on a daily basis? Are you constantly saying that's not going to work for me? I can't do this. There's no way I can do what so-and-so is doing. Um, I can't afford this. This is out of my reach. I don't have what it takes. So-and-so is better than me. Just think about that language and think about how you feel when you say those things. You want to be intentional about the words that you're saying about yourself and what you think is possible, even if right away you don't believe it's possible. You change your language, things around you start to change. The third thing that you can start doing to make this huge leap is, I've already made reference to it, but gratitude. Start your morning with gratitude. Start, And if you can't do it in a journal and you're like, I'm not there yet, Gina, As you're brushing your teeth, you're there. You're supposed to be there for about two minutes, but let's be real, we're not all there that long. But as you're brushing your teeth, think of things that you're grateful for. As you're sitting in traffic, do that. If you're eating breakfast with your kids, get them to partake in this as well. But start focusing on the things that you already have and you'll start seeing more gratitude and more things that are going pretty good in your life. It's just changing your focus. Number four, is focusing on long-term solutions rather than short-term pain. When we do goals, a lot of people will go, oh, this is just not good for the short-term. But I want you to think about the decisions that you're making and how they are impacting you long-term. What do you mean by that, Gina? (laughs) So for example, some people will um, make decisions from a scarcity mindset because they cannot see how it will impact them in the long run. For example, I just recently invested uh, in a group coaching course myself. I know that the investment up front um, was a big investment, but I look long term in terms of what is that going to give me? How is that going to speed up my process for learning? How is it going to help me show up better for my clients? And what am I getting? What is my rate of return? Okay, so I focused long term, not short term. Now that's backwards when you're looking at goal achievement. But in terms of really tapping into this abundant mindset, you know that your short term actions actually have an impact on your long term success. Number five is creating positive feelings towards others. This one here, a lot of people struggle with because they see other people who are doing what they want to do as competition or as somebody who they feel resentment towards. I want you to find a way to get behind creating positive feelings or sending love and light, if that resonates with you, to people who are triggers for you or to people who you're looking up to. And maybe they're a mirror of showing you what's possible, but your self-doubt and your limited or scarcity mindset is telling you that it's not possible. Try looking at that as a way of, okay, these people have what I want. It's that evidence that shows me what's possible. Number six is to look for the lessons and look for the successes that are in the failures. And I don't usually like using the word failures, but when things go wrong, if you just say, oh, I told you it wasn't going to work. It's, you know, there I go. I should have never done it. Instead of doing that, Take failure out of your vocab and say, okay, that didn't work out as I planned. Maybe what you had planned was not the way you were supposed to go. So how can you look for the lesson instead of saying, oh, it's a failure and falling back into the default of your old patterns? Number seven 
is get around people who have an abundant mindset. I saw a quote the other day and it was about pressing your packages. And when I first came into this business world, I actually gave away, and I know I said this on a previous podcast, but I gave away so much for free. I didn't realize that I could actually charge for my services until I got around people who were charging for their services. I didn't raise my prices until I got around people who were raising their prices. I wouldn't invest in myself until I got around other people who were investing in themselves. It's that power of proximity. Get yourself around people who have a mindset that you are trying to achieve yourself. Number eight is create a win-win. If you go into a situation, you say, either way, however this situation goes, I'm going to find that win, then that helps you step, step into that mindset again. Number nine is more of a tangible one, and I got a funny feeling that most of you guys are going to pick this one because it's easier to do because it has to do with your physical environment. And number nine is declutter, organize your environment. I don't know about you, but if your environment is messy, your mindset is messy. Now, if this resonates with you and you're like, oh my God, yes, I need to have my office nice and tidy before I go to work. I need to have that energy in the room a certain way. Then maybe this is one that you're going to focus on. And then that brings me to number 10, which is have creative anchors that help you remember what your goals are. And in this instant, your goal is to create a more abundant mindset. What things can you put into your environment that help you want to step into your abundant mindset? Maybe it could be quotes on your wall. I have quotes everywhere. Maybe it's a goal. Maybe it's your mission. Maybe it's your dream client of who you want to step into. Maybe it's a mentor that you look up to. Whatever anchors that you can have that positively bring you closer to an abundant mindset, then do it. Your brain actually does really well with these visual reminders and helps you really step closer to that. So those are 10 things that we really kind of want to step into as we move forward. And that might seem like a lot of information, but I'm going to walk you through the homework now and it'll make it a lot clearer in how we're going to pick what you're going to focus on to move forward. But I do want to reiterate as we start this homework, because there's going to be some uh, deep questions, it's just a reminder that our scarcity comes from our past conditioning. This is not something where I want you to point fingers and feel judgment. Just remember that acknowledging and accepting this is going to help you grow and help you move forward to where you want to go. So how are we going to really start making these changes? Well, what we're going to do is I'm going to go through the homework. So you can go back and you can listen to different parts of this as you go through. But the very first part of your homework is you are going to circle the phrases that you resonate most with. Okay. And then on the bottom, you're going to be prompted to answer which area did you score the highest in? Once again, this is not for judgment. This is to be aware of where you sit. Okay. There's also a question there um, that I think is really important that I always do before I start a training. And it's why did you sign up for this course and what are you hoping to get from it? Intention is huge. I want you to get clear on what you want to get when you come out, because if you don't measure it, it's really hard to evaluate it, right? It's really hard to implement and then continue to change. I would love it if you sent me a private message and let me know what you want to get from this. So then I can cheer you on and guide you as you go through. 
After you identify that, you're going to be um, prompted to go through a couple reflection questions to really get deep and take a look at where you sit currently. So there's going to be a question there where it says, where do you struggle the most? Take a moment and really check in with yourself and see what thoughts or beliefs that came up during this training that indicates that you have a scarcity mindset. Um, It doesn't matter percentage, whether it's even one thing, two things, three things, four things, whatever applies to you, there is no right or wrong answer. And then it's going to prompt you in some reflecting questions that I really want you to sit with, even if it's uncomfortable. This is going to get you to give you a little bit of motivation to move forward and to actually do the work over the next couple of days. So make sure you hone in and you sit down and you do those things. And then it prompts you through, and this is the most important part, is that you are going to pick one or two things to focus on. Only one or two things. Now, you might be saying, well, Gina, great, I need to uh, not judge people so harshly. How do I do that? Well, on tomorrow's training, I'm going to go over how to start making these changes. We just dove into some of these things. Some are very easy, like declutter and organize your environment. Okay, perfect, Gina. That's excellent. I can go do that. But there's some that really need some breaking down, which is where we're going to dive in tomorrow. Okay. So I want you to pick one or two things that you are going to commit to working on over our next three days together. And on the very last page of your homework, there's a promise section. And I want you to take a moment and fill that out and then put it somewhere where you can see it to remind you of doing this work. Most people, they get super excited day one. The work gets uncomfortable, like, oh, I'm too busy. The scarcity mindset comes in again. And then it helps you stay safe and comfortable. And then, you know, you don't have to do the work. So let this be something that you actually follow through on and not something that you start and don't finish. So fill out that promise. I would even love it if you took a picture of your promise and tagged me in it. And like I said from the beginning, um, the more tags, the more shares, the more chances to win. So there it is. You'll notice that um, in the resources page on the bottom, there's a question section. So if you're doing anything at any point and you're like, I have a question, go to your resources page where all the recordings and the homework is at the bottom. You can then just put your question in and then I can bring it to the training for the next day and answer them. Because I guarantee you, if you have a question, somebody else listening does. Okay, that was a lot. (laughs) So day one training is in the books. Set some time, maybe right after this call, and really sit down and get the homework done. Don't forget to tag me, bring a friend, uh, let them know about this, and uh, I hope you like our first day of training. Anywho, I wish you all the best, and if you have any questions, you know where to find me. And remember to keep it fun, keep it kind, and always keep it real. We'll see you back tomorrow for day two of our training.